Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. Mick, this weekend in the GA, there are a lot of club provincial finals on, and it's very, they all look very lopsided, to be honest. There's, there's, the only one really that you're looking at that have decent odds in the senior championships, at least, is Nave Connell against Kilku in the Ulster uh, senior football final. Yeah. I know he's talked about it last week a little bit, and at 8 to 11, I think Nave Connell are definitely going to win this. So, like, yeah, that might be, it's not even that it's not, it's it's any less one sided than any of the rest of them. It's actually just that it's really good odds. Yeah. In a way, exactly, that's yeah. definitely the way I see it anyway. Like, that's. You couldn't go, and I don't mean it's it's too generous because I think that Kilku are like you don't you probably know more for a fact that the other teams are going to win than in that one. Like Kilku, you couldn't underestimate them either. Like they've been there before, but just given what we've seen so far, I can't see Nave Connell not beating them. It's funny, Morris talking about them last week on the show. You just mentioned there as a possible like All Ireland contender at this stage with the run that they've gone on. Oh, and actually, it was you I wanted to talk to because you guys went like when we were talking about that. It was like getting, you know, getting past the sort of uh, we've never been here before. We're not taking this seriously to suddenly winning those couple of games in Ulster or whatever. Like there is a kind of a Jesus. This run is never going to end. All we have to we just come out every week and we win every week. You know, it, it, there's a real life thing that's momentum in that in that regard definitely especially after you could listen uh, or you could read the interview with Liam Clune that uh, PJ did this week ahead of this game uh, where he was talking about just that sort of the buzz around going to the multiple replays in the Donegal final and that they they were really like they just kind of rode that crest of a wave then straight into the Castle Rathen game they also have pedigree from you know they were I think they were in the Ulster final in 2010 against Cross Midland they lost it so it's not like this is completely uncharted territory and obviously they've won a couple of championships in between as well so the so players will have experience the likes of Liam McLoone for instance who mm. uh, there's actually a great bit in that uh, interview where he's talking about how Jim McGuinness he made his debut for uh, for Nave Connell at, or McLoone made his debut for Nave Connell at the age of 16 when McGuinness was the manager and he introduced him it was against Ardara I think in the league and Jim brought him over to the team players he's like this is Leo this is Leo uh, he's making his debut today he's going to be playing for the Nave Connell senior team for the next 20 years <laughs> <laughs> it's like mad he's about. only 5 years off at this yeah, stage is he yeah. be, there's plenty, plenty in the tanks as you but like it is mad the likes of McLoone are, is, McLoone's a perfect example that Nave Connell for, it just seems that every single player they have is over six foot five. They're an enormous team, and in fact, the only lad under six foot five to me is uh, Ethan O'Donnell, their centre half forward, who was the one that, if you look, at, uh, look it up, uh, just search Ethan O'Donnell Clontibbert or something on Twitter, you'll see it. Where the Clontibbert defender O'Donnell got a ball, Clontibbert defender eyed him up from about ten yards away, tried to nail him with a shoulder, and just bounced back off O'Donnell. O'Donnell stuck it over the bar. I think he scored ten or eleven points that night. Got man of the match. So it shows you they've got serious pedigree. Kilku. They struggled to get over Derry Gonley. Derry Gonley are a good team now, to be fair. But and if, but if Derry Gonley had a free taker, or if it wasn't for that quick free that Kilku got the goal of, they easily could have been beaten in that. So Neil Connell at eight to eleven. Although, like we said, it's um, it's it's probably the best odds of a nearly of, yeah. of a favourite this weekend. I still think they're nailed on to win it. Yeah, but it is the match of the weekend as well. Like it is the one that something could happen in. Yeah. And uh, I'm just looking at like just in terms of bets, and we can kind of go through these individually. I've had a look at basically. A, a bit of an accumulator this week, which we don't always do in the in the GA section because it's not always the way to do it. You want to go with who you fancy and stuff. But I looked at the kind of it's basically the six provincial finals in uh, Ulster football, 
uh, Munster football and Leinster hurling, they both have intermediate and senior finals this week. And I've looked at the six of them, and I can't, this isn't, I'm not glibly saying this, we've looked at each of them individually, I can't see past the favourite in any of them. Now, last week, Morris made a big point about, you know, we had, we had uh, um, who do we have? We had Currafin, Bally Bowden, and Bally Gunner. Yep. And we didn't know which one. We kind of knew Currafin might get over the line, but convinced there'd be a shock in one. And we had a good chat about that on the show, and it was exactly right. And obviously, Bursley ended up beating, uh, beating Bally Gunner. This week, I, I can't see that shock. So I've had a look at the, at the six games, put them together, and it's, it, it works out as 4.52 to 1 on Ladbrokes. And I think it's a great bet. I really do. So just to, just to go through them, yeah. the, starting with the hurling then, right? The Leinster Intermediate uh, final is Tullerone Kilkenny versus Sir Ciaran of Offaly. Now, this is a fascinating game in just in itself. Like, this is the perfect game. I was thinking about, I was literally thinking about this game when we were talking about earlier, on, uh, earlier on in the show about how every weekend there's something else to get excited about. There are yeah. other stories. Like, this is a game... You know, to out people outside of Tyrone or Sir and mightn't care about, but when you actually look into it, you're like, Jesus, there's great storylines here. Exactly, yeah. So you're talking about like two tiny parishes, basically, that have created some of the greatest hurlers that we've ever seen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Tommy Walsh, one of them, is playing for Tullerone this week. He's still like going strong. It's still, like it, uh, you would argue, you'd hear from Tommy and he'd be like, this is as big a, as anything he's done, this run in the Intermediate Championship, as anything he's done in all the All-Ireland Finals he's played with, with Kenny, one of the best yeah. players of all time. Playing with his brothers, obviously, including, um, in, including and Tommy or Pork, who's on the uh, who's on the uh, Kenny, the team, his cousin Tommy as well. You know, like th- it's it's just a class thing. But that's a good team. You think Pork Walsh on on, a, on an intermediate club team? We'll get to another intermediate club team <laughs> in a few minutes that have even a, a more serious embarrassment. Riches. Then you're going to get Saint Kieran, Sir Kieran, who have some great players in themselves who've been around for a long time. We've seen in in Offaly and not playing, but like involved, like the the Dooley brothers. To come from a small team like this, this is a team who went and won, like you know, uh, awfully senior titles back in the day as well. But again, just a small parish to create probably the, one of the best uh, hurling families of all time, you know. So that's going to be really interesting. But as I said, with the kind of like Tommy Porrick, the Walshes, and everything else that like Tullerone have been so good all the way through the championship, I can't see past them at two to seven. The Leinster senior final. We don't have to spend too long on this, but it's going to be a Kilkenny double. Ballyhale are twenty to one on. They're the All Ireland champions against St Mullins. We've talked at it at length about St Mullins. I don't think they'll. It'll be a hammering. Like they were brilliant against Rathdowney in the semi final. It's a brilliant story for a Carlo team to be in another Leinster final. Yeah. Um, for them to be in both Leinster senior finals in football and hurling is remarkable. But you just can't see them winning the game. I can't see a way in which they will do it. I can see them getting close, maybe even you know if everything goes right. But there's too much talent in that Ballyhale team. There just is, and that's one to fifteen. That's not just a county player thing when it comes to a team yeah. like Ballyhale, right? So that's that's the hurling. Go to the football. You've got. Uh, the Munster. Let's start with Munster and let's start with the senior match, right? Nemo Rangers are playing against Clonmel Commercials. Nemo are two to one on. Like what Nemo did to Austin Sachs, kind of it just made you sit up and notice and say, "Is this is this a vintage Nemo team?" Like you know, are yeah. we back to this again? Clonmel aren't a poor team by any means, like you know, and it's not their first Munster final either. Like you know, what do you think about this one actually? Um. It's it's hard. PJ has an interview coming up. It's going up on site later on today with Seamus Kennedy from Clamell Commercials and the Tip Hurler. Who the won Tip the Hurler, exactly. Year, yeah. And he said, it, I think he said that is you know winning the um, 
the football final is with the, with his club is actually his you know favorite achievement of all yeah. times. So like that shows a you a few what years it means ago the yeah. Munster final, yeah, Munster final. Um, and he's talking about the actually Nemo Rangers and them played each other on the bank holiday Monday. I think it was in August, uh, but they played in a challenge match. And Seamus Topic there, he says, to be honest, we felt that we were going well at the time and Nemo gave us a bit of a licking that day. That game aside, something that, uh, the game aside, something that really opened our eyes was that Mark Cronin, who had won an All-Ireland final on the Saturday, and Paul Carrigan, who had played with Cork the day before, were both there on the Monday bank holiday. Tipper got knocked out that weekend as well, and a few lads were blowing off a bit of steam, which they're entitled to do. But it's, it kind of made us sit up and go, hold on a second here. This is why Nemo are so successful. These guys are well entitled to a weekend off, but now they're in Clonmel on the bank holiday Monday, playing Clonmel commercials in a challenge match. The result wasn't pretty, but yeah, it probably gave us a wake up, um, sit up and take notice that this is the level that these guys are operating at, and that's what we need to get to. Wow. So the question is... That's fascinating. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Can they, have they been able to bring the gap in the well, time that's it, like, and also they were actually missing I think I presume a few senior lads like yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing. well that's like it's good, it's good to know that they've got you know the, the, there was a wake up call there and there's plenty of time for them to do it and obviously it's not as if they've done badly now they're in a Munster <laughs> final yeah, so they've, not, they've, they've got their act together when he's saying that he's like this is the top one percent, you know, yeah. analyzing each other to see what makes you know what. Why would they get another half a percent? This isn't like yeah. just and this is a very, very, team. very good club team as well. Like yeah. you have to, you have to take counties out of these sometimes as well when you're talking about club because there's a lot of like very good footballers yeah. in Clamell. However, I just think Nemo are going to beat them. I think yeah. this is a good Nemo team. Going back to the very start of the conversation, you exactly. Know? If you're looking at, at an outsider for any of these games, I think Clamell commercials at eleven to five, yeah, are definitely the the one to look at. Right. The intermediate final in uh, Munster. There isn't a huge amount to say about this, except that Temple Now are playing against St. Bracken's Eclair. Temple Now have, in an intermediate club match, have oh, four wow. players who played in the All-Ireland Senior Inter-County Final <laughs> in, all, in September. Uh, it's <laughs> so just think of it that way. So it's, it's, um, it's Gavin Crowley. Gavin, Gavin uh, White, sorry, is it? No, Gavin Crowley. Gavin Crowley and the three Splans. The Splans and Tyg Morley. And Tyg Morley. Two yeah. Splans and, and Tyg, Tyg Morley. Morley, sorry, yeah. So it was funny, we were saying that you, you kind of just asked in passing to PJ, who's our local Kerry expert and all things Club GA expert in the office, like, how good are Temple O? And I just kind of said off the top of my head, to, sitting beside you, it was like, should they four, four, four Kerry senior players? I'd say they're pretty good. So even if, like, you know, a game of football is a 15-man game, but... You know, to have got this far, I can't see past them. They're thirty-three to one on, and they will win it. And then you look at the senior Ulster. We've talked about Nave Connell against Kilku, and then you've got um, Gobbley against Maharaklun. 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 That's a, is it Mahar? Yeah. It depends where you're from. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's the Tyrone team who I fancy to win. Now I've gone with you on this one. I have to say they're eight to fifteen. But uh, you reckon that they're yeah Gobbley are so you reckon that they're the, they're the team to beat Galbally, in the entire championship here like well that was the talk but I get that's us and Cavan trying to big ourselves up after the narrowly beat Larry United and she's got Galbally team though very good they could go on to win the Ireland oh god you I've heard Temple this before now, yeah. you know Maharclun, uh, are very good though and the yeah, people might not remember them from they're the club that uh, pitch fell into a sinkhole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they've got the Freemans uh, Damien Freeman did they get it back out. 
I don't think that's the way <laughs> <laughs> that works. Um, but like for them to actually do to to win the intermediate championship, uh, do so well in Ulster as well in the face of all that um, is serious going. And yeah. obviously they've been. Um, I don't know what the situation is up there at the minute. I presume they're relying on neighbouring clubs and the like uh, to help them through it. But like that's an unbelievable achievement. They, and I wouldn't rule them out beating Galway. Definitely not. I haven't obviously seen either of them this year. But I just know Monaghan teams as well. Unfortunately, I know all too well that the Monaghan clubs have a lot of pedigree in the. Ulster Championship yeah. with Black Hill winning the junior. Uh, You've made me worried about this one now, and this is the only one that I had took your <laughs> advice on. You're arguing for the other team. Look, I'm just, I'm just trying to get both sides of the story. I'm, I have to go up. I, I meet my Clune people. My <laughs> walk life. They put you up on the dressing room wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, no, I think Godbelly should be able to win it. But um, Maher Clune again at two to one, you just wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, what we've got then is a six-team. Uh, six-fold accumulator, 4.52 to 1. Just a small little bet, just a bit of crack to watch the games this weekend. And it's Galbally, uh 15 to 8 in the uh, Ulster Intermediate Football. Nave Connell, 8 to 11 in the Ulster Senior Football. Temple, no, 33 to 1 on in the, um, in the, in the Munster Intermediate Football. Nemo Rangers, 2 to 1 on in the Munster Senior. Uh, Tullerone's 7 to 2 on in the uh, Leinster Intermediate Hurling and Bally Hale 20 to 1 on the Leinster Senior. Imagine it all comes off. I think it Temple, will. Except for Temple Noah, 33 to 1 on. Yeah, that'll, that'll be my luck, all right, yeah. yeah. But look, if you are having any bets this weekend at the GA, be sure to gamble responsibly and you can visit dunleary.net for more information. Just quickly, Mick, before we move off GA, last week you were um, arguing with Morris about the difference between a massive upset or um, what would you call it an underdog story in the football as opposed to the hurling Boris Lee then went out that weekend Mm. and pulled off a Mullignac Dallas winning the uh, Munster Championship did you was the excitement around the country good enough for you did you think that- uh, don't don't put words in my mouth now I was defending the, I was defending the country from Morris's accusation of bias against hurling you said bias. The only, no. You brought up the word bias. Oh, I probably said, I know there is. I, I What I actually said, Mark, if you listen to the tape, listen to the tape, Mark. I said, look, I'm the first one to say there's a hurling bias, there's an anti, there's a football bias, but I said, and I gave reasons as to why Mullinochta was a bigger story than anything yeah. we've seen this so far. Now, we had the St. Mullins thing was brilliant and probably didn't get enough Although, I, I'm not sure that's necessarily a problem either. If you listen to the tape, I was on the right side of history on this one, Mark. <laughs> but, Bursley did exactly that. Did exactly, like, it, it, it is just a case of capturing the public's imagination. It doesn't matter what it is. And that's exactly what happened on Sunday, and it was so good. Like, if you think about, I don't know if I've ever seen a hurling match played in that weather. Except for maybe, like, there was a Cork quarterfinals that were on RT earlier on in the year. It's been a bad winter for I the I think the rain. Cork quarterfinals as well, the... The quality in terms of the entertainment value of those qualifiers made it made the weather worse. <laughs> that makes sense. So it probably wasn't as bad looking yeah. back at it in reality. Yeah. Well, both matches were on in Cork. This is on Porky Rain as well, which is, seems seems to hold the rain uh, quite well. But like it was in so many ways, it was shite. But in so many ways, it was exactly why we watch and why we love GA. There was, there was, and look, this is, it's like Ballygunner are still only a club as well. Like, you know what I mean? It's not as if they go win the All-Ireland every year. So you kind of do feel sorry for them in a way. But also they are the kind of, they're the big club. They've the kind of, the county swagger about them versus this kind of like village that's gone through so much and has this like legend at the heartbeat of them and everything they do in Brendan Maher. And it was I don't know, I think it was one of the most thrilling sporting events that I've seen this year, I have to say, for them to get over the line. It was just class. And I, I just, I, I didn't want to 
us to not mention it today is either because we talk about all these matches every week and sometimes it's a bit like Move on. who's going to be good who's going to be not good who's going to win the match who's going to bet but you forget is like there's a reason that we get sucked into these and there's a reason that we care about them even though ultimately this is about these matches are about parishes of between 400 and 4,000 people and it doesn't really matter to anybody outside of them but the reason is is because the stories are just they're so much more primal or something yeah. like that when you see the reactions in the last few weeks as well you take Mullins in, in, in Carlo you take like the, all the different teams you take um Nave Connell when they won Donegal, you know what I mean? It's so much more primal and yeah. it's everything, like, isn't it? It's, it's also class. I had to leave uh to do a spot of farming uh, in the middle of that in the middle of that Boris Lee game. And so I was kind of walking in and out of one of the sheds that there was a radio in and I was getting bits and clips of it. It was like imagine trying to listen to something, but you keep missing five minutes of it and then it goes back for ten seconds and then goes again. Yeah. And I could just walk in one stage and just come into earshot. I could hear Anthony Daly losing his mind on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, The thing about this man, the thing about him, what he's been through nine months ago, he was on crutches. He's won an All Ireland. He could have been player of the year, arguably for All Ireland. And now here he is doing all this. And I was like, oh, Brendan Maher's up to do up, up yeah. to <laughs> something. It's been in a lot of papers and it's been in, and, and, and on balls and people will have seen it. But I think it's no harm in listing off that I was, you know, I was there last July. Was it July or June in Turles when Brendan Martor is cruciate at 30 years of age or whatever it is, you know, 29, 30. And then for how, how long is it? It's 17 months later that he has won. An All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship. He's won an All-Star. He's won a county title his first 33 years as a club and now he's won a Munster title. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And he's been as good, if not better, than everybody else all along the yeah. all along the way. Like, yeah. To subscribe to the full Build-Up podcast, search The Build-Up on Balls.ie on all good podcast apps.